If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's up, tribe? How you guys doing? Sorry I'm late. Sorry I'm late. Sorry I'm late. Oh, Lord have mercy. Hey, 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 you guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I don't expect a large crowd tonight, but that's okay. I just had some things I wanted to talk to you guys about. I'm a little irritated right now, but I'm going to try to get it together. I'm going to try to shake it off. I'm going to shake it off so I can get into this and have a good old tribe meeting with my people. How you guys doing? I hope everybody had a great week. Um, and a happy Friday. Who got carried away in the chat? You talking about me? I got carried away in the chat? Who you talking about, little baby? Hey, 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 you guys. So... Let me get myself together, child. I was so busy being somewhere else. I ain't even get myself together for this. Hey, y'all. The lip color is cute. Thank you. It's, I need to refresh it. I done ate and everything else. It's perfect for fall. Y'all know I had to get used to doing a red lip. I'm not big on red lips, honey. But we're going to get into the getting to this. Child, I was I was getting irritated, little baby. I was getting irritated, and anyway, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. We're gonna do what we do. 
So um, just a couple of reminders, you guys. We are counting down to 15K. We want to get to 15K by the end of the year. We have picked up a few new subscribers. So if you are new here, come on down and say hi. You know, we are all friendly here. We don't bite. So come on down and say what's up. Say hello to the people. Um, we are about 1,360-ish. 13, 13, We're in that ballpark away so that's not unreasonable but we would like we would love a little boost you know you know we need to have one of them like get a hundred subscribers in a day kind of situation but anyway but even if we don't make it we'll get close and y'all know how we do we'll just carry it over to 2024 y'all so um also don't forget that um black cake the novel black cake we are going to be discussing that over on the book club side over on the book club side um they turned it into a mini series on Hulu. So we're going to talk about the novel and then we're going to talk about the um, mini series and, you know, compare it and that kind of stuff. All right. So let's get into what we need to talk about, what we want to talk about this evening. Let's talk about what we're going to talk about this evening. Got a couple of updates for you guys and some stories we've talked about. Um, Actually, most of these are stories that we kind of, I'm kind of giving you guys updates on or whatever. Where do I want to start? Hey, especially to my members that are lit up in green. Thank you guys for being here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I don't even know where I want to start, y'all. Where do I want to start? Well, I'll start with Meg Thee Stallion, child. Meg Thee Stallion said that her next project is an independent project because she is currently not signed to a record label. We found out that her... Um, and Carl Crawford have settled their dispute out of court. So whatever settlement they came to must have been acceptable to both parties. And um, Meg Thee Stallion is walking away. She is no longer under the management of 15, was it 1501 Records and Carl Crawford. And I guess Carl Crawford is agreeing that she don't owe him any money and he don't owe her any money or whatever they resolved. I'm sure they signed NDAs and we'll probably never know the full details. But it is over. That chapter is over. And Meg is able to move forward into the next chapter. And to be honest, being independent might be the best thing, baby. Being an independent artist might be the best thing to happen, okay? Might be the best thing to happen to you, all right? Being an independent artist. So um, that's, that's that. So I guess we can go ahead and roll on into... Um, I guess we could just roll on into, um, since we're talking about Meg, let me say this to y'all. I know I've said this before, and I know y'all don't be believing me sometimes when I say stuff and then I say it again, and then I do it, and then I say I'm not going to do it, but then I do it again. And I know y'all don't even be believing me sometimes. But let me say this, and I mean it. Y'all, I am done. I am done with thinking about trying to help her and Rockefeller, you mean, um, it's not Rockefeller, right? It's the it's Rock Nation. Um, I'm not sure. I don't understand what her actual relationship was with them as far as, I don't know if they were her management. I really don't remember. But whatever it is, whatever her relationship is with Rock Nation is different. Um, I Let me just say I don't know, uh, D. My best answer to that is I don't know. Um, yeah, that's my best answer is I don't know. I'm not sure the connection, so I don't want to misspeak. My best answer to that is, child, I don't know. Um, maybe they're still going to represent her on some level, but she said that she is paying for everything that she's doing right now. She says she's paying for it out of her own pocket um, as far as studio and creating the music and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's that's what I know. I don't know anything about that so but if i get some information you know i will roll it on over to you girl i will roll it on over to you all right carl was her label rock nation is her management okay so so okay so rock nation is still her management she just doesn't have a record label okay okay thank you thank you thank you okay 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 so that's what it is all right that makes sense y'all we got it okay 
What up, Pam? Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Um, sorry. All right, real hot girl ish. Yeah. So we're gonna. Um, I'm just. I'm just hoping that you know that she is doing all the things that she needs to do to do the things that she needs to do. Y'all know what I'm saying. Doing all the things that she needs to do to do the things that she needs to do. Okay. Um. Brandy coming out with a record, uh, a Christmas album, and I'm here for it. Y'all know I love Christmas. Y'all know Christmas is my favorite time of the year, so I am here for a Christmas album. I I'm here for it. I hope we get some new music. I mean, I'm sure she's gonna give us some staples, but I like Christmas albums that give us something different, right? Um, some of my favorite Christmas albums are the ones that give you a little different something, something. You know, um, of course, Mariah's got to be at the top of my list. Maybe not y'all's, but she's at the top of my Christmas list. But Lufa, Lufa's Christmas album is fire. If you're sleeping on it, I don't know what to tell you, okay? Every day, um, what's, every, what's it say? Every day, every something, it's Christmas. Um, and then he has a song in there. It's a, ooh, it's a, I mean, most it's Lufa, so it's ballads. But he has a song on there. Oh, it's escaping me right now. But anyway, um, but what's funny is my favorite song off of Mariah Carey's Christmas album isn't even All I Want for Christmas is You, which is a bop. It is a bop. But my favorite one is um the slow song, the one um every, um uh, but I miss you most at Christmas. Baby, that's my song right there. I miss you most at Christmas. I mean, it's probably a little depressing, but it's my that's my song. That's my song. Oh, honey. Um, well, of course, the temptations. I mean, girl, of course, girl, of course. But y'all know I love Christmas music. My students get sick of me because I start playing Christmas music from the from the day we get back from Thanksgiving break to Christmas break. They be mad. They be like, "Do we have to keep?" Yes, yes, we do. We're going to listen to Christmas music, and I put I use Pandora, and I just have like all these different Christmas stations on shuffle. Try to be mad at me. I'm like, listen, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Anyway, hey, everybody, come on in. Come on in. Child, Risa, don't you talk about Latasha's uh, Christmas album. Although I said we was going to review it. <laughs> We're going to review it, girl. We're going to review it. It's so depressing. I know, but I love it. I miss you most at Christmas. Oh, I love that song. That's the one. You know what my other one of my other favorite Christmas? Maybe I just is what do the lonely do at Christmas? I love that song. What do the lonely do at Christmas? And then it was a um Prince had a Christmas song, which is interesting because he ended up becoming a Jehovah's Witness. But he had a Christmas song about somebody being lonely. I can't think of the, the title of it now. But I like his Christmas song too. Maybe I have a thing about people being lonely at Christmas. I don't know. Do I? I might need to talk to my therapist about that. Why do I like all of the depressing Christmas songs? Hmm. It's something to put down in my journal. Something to put in my journal, y'all. Because I ain't never thought of it until I started talking. until i started talking but i i feel like but i do hmm hmm auntie Didi says she don't like sad christmas songs i love i love christmas music but now that i'm thinking about what my favorite ones are yeah that's it another lonely christmas that's it that's the print song i don't know <laughs> ah! but i am sensing a thing here What's up, Sharice? What's up? I am sensing a theme here. Huh. Okay. Since we talking about Meg Thee Stallion, let me tell y'all something. This is the part where I said that I was going to make y'all a promise. And I mean it. I'm, I, I don't want to make a promise because forever is a long time. Um, y'all... Yeah, Babyface and Tony Braxton. I love it. I love it. I also love um what's the song? Um 
I like um Santa Claus Comes Straight to the Ghetto by James Brown. I like that one too. Mm-hmm. I like that one. It's another one that um oh um I really must go. Baby is cold outside, which technically isn't a Christmas song, but they play it at Christmas time. Um I like the the one from um The Sound of Music, which again technically is not a Christmas song, but they play it at Christmas time. Oh yeah, the Jackson Five Christmas album is everything. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um yeah, I so I watched half because I, I just couldn't finish it. I watched half of that Blueface interview on with Jason Lee where Blueface was interviewing him and um Stewie. I listened to the first half. I just I I got about I got I feel like I got as much as I needed to get out of that. And you know, on there he insinuated, well, he didn't insinuate, he kind of right out and said that Meg the Stallion gave him fellatio um after she got shot. And he said that he saw her wound. He said, I'm you know, he couldn't testify that <laughs> I lost her at Jason Lee's child. I wish I had lost myself at Jason Lee. Um and I'm gonna be honest with you. What's up, Aaron? Hey, boo. Um, what's up, nephew? I wanted to hear, I really wanted to hear Stewie talk. Like, I don't care nothing about him. And I get it. I got it. When I say I got it, I don't mean I understand it. I don't even mean that it's good. I mean, I got it. Like, okay, I got it. Listen, excuse me. Come here. And I ain't talking to y'all because I know y'all know. Um, for the people that don't know what don't don't know and understand it, Stewie ain't never going nowhere. She's never going anywhere. She is gonna hold on to that man until her dying breath. Okay. She knows that that man ain't ish. She knows that man ain't ish. But she has been dating that man since she was 13 years old. They have been dating since she was a freshman in high school at 13 years old. She said 13. I'm thinking it was probably closer to 14. But neither did here nor there. That's her story. Uh, he took her virginity. And when she met him, he probably wasn't this big of an asshole that he is now he's always cheated on her though and he's always cheated and been able to come back so he's never going to do anything different he's never going to do anything different because you have set the standard that says all i gotta do is wait you out and you'll take me back all i gotta do is wait you out and you will take me back You had the first baby. You were pregnant with the second baby when you claim the affair started with Krishan. Now, let's be clear. I'm not letting Krishan off the hook, but we just, right now, we're not talking about Krishan. We're talking about these two. Krishan ain't the first woman he done cheated on you with. You said that that man begged you to have a baby, so you got off of child support to have a second baby by him. And while you were pregnant with the second baby is when you found out about the affair with Krishan. Listen. The three of them love the dysfunction that they are in. They love the dysfunction that they are in. Krishan gets a kick out of throwing it in Stewie's face whenever she can get Blueface to come over and, and blah, blah, blah. And she gets a kick out of throwing it in Krishan's face whenever she can post pictures of the two of them. That has been their relationship. She said that, Stewie, said that she walked in on Krishan giving Blueface fellatio when she was four months pregnant and proceeded to fight her. I'm four months pregnant. 
She said she went over to the house. What's up, kiss my cheeks? She went over to the house because they were supposed to be having the baby reveal the next day. So her and her mom came over to drop some stuff off for the baby reveal the next day. She heard music coming from the bedroom, went upstairs to the bedroom, and that's what she walked in on. And then she proceeded to get into a physical altercation with Krishan. Girl, why you mad at Krishan? That man was sitting there butterball naked in the bedroom that he shared with you, knowing that the next day y'all were going to have y'all whole baby reveal at that same location. Now, is Krishan trifling? Okay, sure. But that man, And every time Krishan wanted to get under his skin, she did stupid-ish. And again, I'm not excusing her at all. Y'all look, I y'all know I had a soft spot for Krishan, but I think it's gone. I, I think I, there's an ice box where my heart used to be because I can't with these with none of them. I can't with none of them. And I'm the more I'm sitting here listening to her, he revealed while you were sitting next to him that allegedly him and Meg the Stallion had something going on. Now you pretend like you you you. And you and she was mad. She got a whole attitude about it. He admitted something else while they were sitting there being interviewed. And she was and she was mad. And I'm thinking to myself, girl, what you mad for? Because you know that he'd been cheating on you multiple times with multiple women over the years. I mean, is, are you mad because she's a quote unquote, she's a celebrity? I mean, would you feel better if it was just a random chick? Girl. So I'm listening to them. She said that Krishan, the, the sex tape that Krishan dropped, she said that Krishan dropped the sex tape on her birthday to get under her skin. So that's why I say Krishan plays the game too. They, like they play the game back and forth. And in the middle, he's in the middle laughing. He's not taking any of this seriously. He's laughing. Because even Jason Lee was like, so you mean to tell me you had a woman over your house that you shared with your with your girl the day before your the, the day before your baby reveal? And his response was his response was she, I, I asked her if she was coming over. She said no. And Jason Lee even said to him, he said, Do you take responsibility for anything? So I just can't with none of them. Now, Krishan's supposed to interview with Jason Lee next week. Child, I can't with none of them. I know, I know, I know. I gave her grace. I did, I did. And I, hmm, uh-uh, no, Icebox. Icebox where my heart used to be. It's an Icebox. Because I can't with none of them. None of them. They need to just get a house and just the three of them need to move up, move in together and just be sister wives. That's what they really just need to do. So that way, at least Krishan got somebody to babysit that damn baby. Okay? I don't see it your way, Tracy. I still don't see it your way. I just, I'm just done, you know. But I, don't, I still don't see it your way. Don't put me over there in your category, girl. Um... Both of them got infants because she just had the baby that she was pregnant with. She just had that baby maybe two years ago. Both of them got infants. Shoot. Anyway, where I want to go next because I'm done with them. I'm done with them. Jeezy finally released a statement to the people, basically telling the people that, you know, that he did not walk into the decision to divorce his wife light, lightly, that he thought it through, um, and he just asked for privacy at this time. I mean, I just feel like you could have released that statement three weeks ago. I mean, what took you so long to say that? Why did that take so long? Sir, because literally all you said was, you know, sorry that my marriage ended, respect my privacy. You could have said that three weeks ago, Jeezy. You did not have to have the people out here going crazy. 
for the last three weeks. Now, personally, I, I was over it after the first 24 hours. Sorry to hear that y'all broke up and I'm moving on. All these other follow-ups. Oh, she said this. and She said she liked dark meat, all that stuff. Child, I don't care about none of that. I, I, I don't care about none of that. But you could have told us three weeks ago because you really didn't say nothing, but you said something. Right. He could have said that when he knew that the news got out about the divorce. Child, where we going at? Should <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to get some. I was trying to get it out with a straight face. I can't get it out with a straight face. Let me try to say it again. Hold on. Let me clear myself. Let me <clears throat> hold on. Let me let me clear this. Let me let me try to say this with a straight face because I couldn't get it out. Hold on. All right. Let me say this with a straight face. <laughs> Shoot Knight said he's starting a podcast from jail. And it's called Phone Calls. From prison or something like that, sir. I'm it's hello, excuse me, sir. How you stop? Listen, listen. <laughs> no, you ain't missing yet. Cuss my cheese. We ain't got there yet, child. Collect calls with Suge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Collect calls with Suge, sir. How you have a whole podcast from jail, sir? How are we having a whole podcast from jail, sir? I need some help. And how Nene just announced that her and Bethany Frankel are doing a podcast together. How the hell did Suge Knight get a podcast together before Nene? I just need to understand. Sir, how you... Now, I know I've said it before. I know I said before that to start a podcast, all you really need is a computer. Hell, you really just need a phone and internet. Like, I know I said that before, but it's not supposed to be that damn easy. I mean, I mean, Mr. Wharton, excuse me, Mr. Wharton, how he get to start a podcast from jail, sir? I have questions and I need some answers. Pam, Pam, are you here? How he starting a podcast from jail? I'm so confused right now. And the fact that you are announcing it means it's not a secret. Like you're not having underground. Like it's not underground. Like you, you let the world know that you're gonna be having a podcast and that you're gonna talk about. You're going to talk about Snoop Dogg buying Death Row. Like, he gave us a whole list. He gave us a whole list of what he's going to be talking about. He gave us a whole list of what he's going to be talking about. I am so confused. Rock Chick, I thought about you, Rock Chick. I thought about you, Rock Chick, because what you've been asking for is in the book. You asked about uh, Britney Spears and the affair with the choreographer. Baby, it is in the book, Rock Chick, so you better walk. I mean, you better run, don't walk because you have you have been talking about that affair with that choreographer, and I saw where she does admit that she cheated on Justin Timberlake with that choreographer, and the first person I thought about was you. The first person I thought about was you, Rock Chick. So go on down there and get the book. So you can hear all about the fair. And Brittany said that Justin broke up with her through text message. Listen, you cheated on him. You cheated on him. So. What he gonna do? You cheated on that man. He broke up with you through text message. He said, honey, I ain't coming home tonight. <laughs> Y'all gonna get that Britney Spears book. I ain't lying. I'm gonna get the book. I think I'm gonna... 
I don't know. I might. I need to find out who's going to do the narration. I'm not listening to it on audiobook if it's Britney reading it. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that damn Tennessee accent for 300 pages. I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. I need to find out who's narrating it before I decide to get it on audiobook. Uh, but I'm going to read it. Oh, I'm going to read it. Mm-hmm. Cry Me a River. Yep. Y'all remember when he came out with Cry Me a River? He had that Britney lookalike and everybody came for him. I remember his mother. Listen, see, this is why you got to pay attention to stuff. I remember him doing an interview and his mother was sitting next to him and he wouldn't say nothing bad about Britney. And his mother was like, Y'all, so, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember exactly what his mother said. But basically his mother said, you don't know the whole story. Y'all think she's so sweet and innocent. I remember her mom. Justin was defending her baby. Justin was defending her baby. And I, I mean, Justin's mama was defending her baby. I remember. I don't remember exactly what she said, but I remember she paraphrased. She said to the effect of, y'all know that woman like y'all think y'all know that woman. That was before she shaved her head and all that other stuff. That's when she was still America's sweetheart, y'all. And, 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 and Justin took the heat. And then come to find out that that girl cheated on that man with the choreographer. Mm, mm, mm. She liked dancers. Because then she stole Kevin Federline from his wife. And he was a dancer. She liked that dancers. Yes, at ABC interview. See, Rock Chick know. Rock Chick know what I'm talking about. The white Michelle Williams is now writing the book. Okay, then I might have to do that social job. Cam said, bring him the cliff notes. Okay, boo. You know if I do, you know I'm going to tell y'all. You know I'm going to tell y'all. Okay, they said that the likes are not up. The likes are not up, y'all. It's 113 of y'all. I know it's going to be light tonight because I done already went live. Technically, I went live twice. I had to delete that first live because, you know, I was playing Bravo stuff and they put a copyright on me. So I had to delete that video. But you know how YouTube is. They they don't send out the notifications. So it's going to be a lot of people that's going to see this in the replay. But if y'all could please and thank you, hit the like button. I appreciate you. Um, I still can't give Justin grace because of Janet. Me, Eva, child. Me, Eva. I'm still mad at Justin. I'm still mad at Justin because, you know, Janet, my girl now. Y'all know how I feel about Janet. Now, Nene and Bethany Frankel are doing a podcast. Now, listen, Nene, excuse me. Hello. Come here. Nene, come here. When I told you to do a podcast, that ain't what I had in mind. Now, I know you can't tell people something and then then try to control how they do it. I understand that I can't control how she does things. I get that. But, ma'am, that's not what I asked you to do. Don't nobody want to hear you talking to Bethany Frankel every damn week, whining about how bad Bravo did you. Don't nobody want to hear that. See, you could take a a page out of Tamara and uh, Teddy Mellencamp's page, okay? They were were disgruntled and they was mad at Bravo because they got fired. But they did a podcast reviewing the show, being shady and talking ish. Tamara messed around and got her damn job back. Okay. I, I'm telling y'all, that is not what I want. Janet can give him grace. I ain't. I ain't Janet. Okay. Um, that's not what I asked for you for Nene. I didn't ask for you to link up with bitter ass Bethany. That is not what I asked for. Okay. Now I could maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. But that's not what I asked. But I guess it's a start. I guess. She done went back to her YouTube channel. So she's listening to somebody. Because she done went back to her YouTube channel. She's putting up consistent content right now. Not real long videos. Little vlogs. Little clips. You know. um, She put a cute one up about her talking to Cynthia. And all of that. So that's good. I'm here for that. I'm here for her. You know. Um. Being consistent with the YouTube. Um, but I didn't ask for Bethany. That is not what I asked for. But I guess it's better than nothing, child. Nene going, they're going to be doing the podcast. I don't really see that ending well. Do y'all see that ending well? Because I don't feel like they play well with others. I don't feel like Bethany plays well with others. And I don't think Nene plays well with others. And even in that interview, it looked uncomfortable to me. Because... Nene kept making everything about race and Bethany wanted her to talk shit about Andy. I just, <sighs> hey, Zara, I haven't seen you in a while. I hope you are well, my love. I don't know. 
All right. Where are we going to go next? Where are we going to go next? All right. Let's talk about Tyler Perry. Now, Tyler Perry is out here promoting his documentary, which I'm not going to watch. No disrespect. I'm not going to watch it. Um, but Tyler Perry talks a little bit about his bid for BET. He said they was disrespectful. He said that this is what I'm saying. I, now I'm a, he said it nicely, but I'm going to tell you what he said. I'm going to translate it for him. He said it nicely, but I'm going to translate for him what they what he said. He said, them rich white men thought that just because I was a billionaire, I was willing to throw my money away just for anything with the black in the title. They thought that they was gonna run me my they was gonna run my coin away from me just because I wanted to own BET and they thought that just because it was black entertainment television and I was a daggone billionaire that I was gonna overpay for something. He said, What you're not gonna do is charge me nine hundred million dollars for something that's only worth three hundred million dollars. I'm no stupid, I'm not a fool, okay? I am a, a successful businessman because I am intelligent. You're not gonna play with me. Now that's what that's how I interpreted what he said. He was actually a lot nicer, but ultimately he said that it was the process was disrespectful and they were trying to overcharge him. Now, what I did not re well, yes, I did. I knew that he already owns a percentage of BET. So let's be clear: not only is he just going by You've been so so. Well, I'm gonna pray for you to be better. I, I don't. I'm gonna pray to my my Jesus for you to be better because I know I haven't seen you in, around in a while. So I hope you are better. I hope you are better. You know, and so um, they were trying to get him to pay for more, pay for more than what he said BET was worth, which I agree. We, we remember we talked about that, and um. Y'all was telling me that he was overcharging. They was overcharging him for BET. Y'all did tell me that. And I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe the catalog is worth more. I was trying to get him grace, child. I said, maybe the catalog is worth something. You know, BET owns a lot of products. But, child, it wasn't worth what they were trying to charge that man. Let's just call a thing a thing, child. It wasn't worth what they were trying to charge that man. And he said, this is what you're not going to do. You're not going to play with me and play with my money. That's what you're not going to do. Oh. <sighs> Well, I mean, I was, you know, I was reviewing Sisters for a while. They have Sisters, they have The Oval, they have that other show um, about the cult that uh, El Teddy reviews. Um, they have First Wives Club. They have Family Business. They do have some original content over there. Now, I'm not saying it's original content that you want to watch, but they have actually, since, since Tyler Perry has gone over there, they actually have... Um, they actually have um, added a lot um, since they went over there. They've actually added a lot. I just found out my smart TV, a new channel that touched, that launched this week called Ebony TV. It's a Lionsgate Ebony magazine. Well, what kind of stuff they be having on there, Marnie? You said Ebony TV? Hold on. I'm going to have to see. Hold on. I'm writing on my notes. Ebony TV. I can't stop now. What kind of shows they be having on there? Um... Marnie, tell me in the chat. I'm going to have to check it out. I have a smart TV right here in my living room. I'm going to have to check it out and see if it's on my smart TV. Because, you know, Lionsgate owns a lot of them black movies. They have all the Tyler Perry movies. But Tyler Perry already has a, um, um, a partnership with BET. But um, Lionsgate does a lot, of, a lot of black movies. That'll be interesting. I'm interested to see what kind of programming they have. We might have to check it out, Tribe. We might have to check, 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 check it out. All right. <clears throat> Let me go to my phone. Tyler absolutely brought the value up because he bought a whole lot of original programming. Wait a minute. What happened? Oh, okay. I thought somebody was getting smart with me in my comments. They wasn't talking to me, Chad. Oh, they were talking to Lisa Renner. I was about to say, wait a minute. Who is over here talking about me? Uh, okay. The series with Ghost, Omar Hardick. Power? Oh, the own show with Robert Wick. They should have bought that back for season two. What was it called? Deception? 
What was it called? It was something started with a D, I think. That was a good show. I was so mad. They really should have brought that back for a season two. All right, let me see here. Um, oh, I was trying to find my okay. Diddy pulled up to Howard today and donated a million dollars. Is that a million dollars? Hold on. Yeah, I think it says a million dollars. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Deceptions was good. Deception was good. It really should have came back for a season two. DJ Mustard. Now, I don't know if you guys remember DJ Mustard. We talked about this. DJ Mustard, he's a producer, you know, whatever, whatever. He left his wife. Remember, that's the one with him and the woman um, that um, they had been together since they were like teenagers. They used to they when they were first moving together, they didn't have a bed. They were sleeping on a mattress on the floor. Um, is it a pledge or a donation? Oh, well, look, look, I have to go back and look. Yeah, I have to go back and look. Is it the same money that he promised to? I thought he paid that. He never paid the money um that he gave before. This is the third time I've seen him talk about giving money to Howard. I feel like he gave the money. I feel like he'd have got called out if he didn't get the money. But I, I, I don't be following it like that. But I didn't, I didn't hear anything about him not giving the money before. Because when he was in D.C. for the, um, the Bad Boy reunion tour, he pledged money to, um, well, see, I say pledged. He said he was donating money. I don't know. DJ Muster is divorcing her after eleven years and moving in. Okay, DJ Muster's ex-wife calls him out. For divorcing her after 11 years and moving a new girlfriend into the custom home they built together. One year later. Um, now, let me be clear this up. This headline is, dece is deceiving. They were together for 11 years. They were not married for 11 years. If you guys remember the story, they were together for 11 years. Like I said, they were together when he had no money. When he was broke, they were sleeping on a mattress on the floor. They got married. She didn't get a prenup. And a year later... He divorced her. And that's the one that was asking for like a ridiculous amount of money per month in child support because they have like four kids or something crazy. Now, she, I think she ended up walking away with like $23,000 a month, but I think she got a car or something. But like he put her out of the house, like just crazy stuff. And let me say this I don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but I will never understand the extent that people would do somebody wrong. You know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like I feel like this is the mother of your child. Y'all been together when y'all were broke. Like this woman stuck by you sleeping on the floor. Y'all didn't even have money for furniture. Now you are this million dollar producer. This is the mother of your children. I don't know what happened. I don't know how you together with somebody for 11 years and one year being married. It gets so nasty that you are literally putting this woman out of the house and don't want to give her nothing to the... I don't understand it. I'm just be honest. You know, um, but now a year later, she said that he moving his new girlfriend into the house. Um, it says, I'm going to read you what she says. It says, imagine, ooh, imagine a man leaving you after 11 years. Less than a year later, moving his girlfriend into the home, y'all custom built for your family, playing house with your kids, and then turning around and trying to paint a picture like you are an unfit parent to get custody. I tr I'm truly flabbergasted. No longer tolerating the emotional abuse on the back end. I will stand for myself always when the occasion arises, and especially for any children. Girl, I don't know what to tell you. All I can say is you should have got a prenup, cuz chat. Cuz chat. You should have got a prenup. That's all I got. All right. I have an update here. Uh, remember a couple of weeks ago when we were discussing Tasha K's bankruptcy and we were talking about how the judge ruled. 
I ain't going to get into the legal back and forth. I'm just give you the summary, okay? How basically the judge ruled that Tasha K cannot include her her um her debt to Cardi B in her bankruptcy. And somebody dropped down in my chat and somebody was like, well, what about Alex Jones? What about Alex Jones? So let me give you guys an update on that. For those who do not know who Alex Jones is, Alex Jones is, you know, one of them crazy, extreme, Trumper, extreme, you know, right wing, whatever, whatever. He, and he, the families of Sandy Hook sued him because he said that Sandy Hook was a hoax. It wasn't real. Um, and so um, he sued them and he won. So just so you know, a judge, a Texas judge ruled that Alex Jones cannot use bankruptcy to avoid the $1.1 billion payment to the Sandy Hook families. The ruling signifies another significant obstacle for Alex Jones, who has been legally held accountable for spreading false information regarding the Sandy Hook shooting. Despite filing for bankruptcy with a $14 million net, um, net worth, he worked $14 million, but he found bankruptcy chat. The U.S. District Judge Christopher Lopez denied protection, citing willful and malicious actions, which is the same thing they said about Tasha Kay. So for all the people in the chat that was like, well, Alex Jones did it. Alex Jones did it. Alex Jones tried to do it. Alex Jones did not do it. He tried to do it. Okay. So I wanted to bring you guys that update. I hope the people who had questions about that heard about that in the chat. Okay. All right. The Queen's Court. I hope Kiss My Cheeks is still in here. The Queen's Court. Now, the Queen's Court was a reality show produced, executive produced by my girl, Holly Robinson Pete, and her husband. Now, let me say this. I love me some Holly Robinson Pete. And I love their love story, okay? I love their love story, okay? You know, he was an NFL player when they started dating. He proposed to her um, on television on her um, TV show, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. You know, they had uh, babies. They've been married happily. Well, I ain't going to say happy ever after because, you know, ain't no happily ever after. But they have been married ever since. Um, they dealt with some difficulties when, um, um, come on with some um, difficulties when their son, um, their oldest son, um, Why well, can't they get that baby's name when he was diagnosed with autism? And you know, they went through some, they've been very transparent about their struggles, okay? But they they seem you know happy and 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 doing what they do. Um you gone or you just running to the store? I'm just going to see Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw your purse. <laughs> RJ, yeah, because he's a junior. Thank you, thank you. Um, I kept I wanted to say Rodney, but it didn't sound right because we always call him RJ. We never call him Rodney. But he's a junior, Rodney Jr. Now they executive produced down this show down to the, I think it was on Netflix or Hulu, one of them places. This and it was called the the Queen's Court. They had three, you know, eligible uh celebrities. And they was trying to hook these women up. Now, I never watched the show. Let me be clear. In full transparency, I never watched the show, okay? All I know is that Tamar was on there, Evelyn Lozada was on there, and um, what's my girl's name? The singer, uh, Lil Wayne, uh, Baby Mama. She was on there. I wasn't interested after you. You lost me at Evelyn. You lost me at Evelyn. I was not interested in the show. Now, Evelyn walked away with a fiancé. Tamar walked away with a fiance. Thank you, Nivia. Nivia said, I'm good. Nivia said, I'm good. Okay. Now, and they had this whole wonderful, we were like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. They done walked away. They done found them, these men that did all these proposals and elaborate and was treating them good. And they was all cheesing and smiling. Child, in less than a month, both of them done broke up with them people. Tamar done broke up with her man. And we found out today that Evelyn and her man them called up their engagement and they not together. I would say that this experiment probably didn't work. 
Now, I like Holly Robinson Pete, and I hope that they give him a season two. Maybe it'll work the second time around. I just feel like, honestly, y'all, I just feel like produced dating shows just don't work. Because are we really trying to find love for these people? Are we just trying to create a good show? You know, y'all know that um, Lil Baby, she's still in here. Lil Baby made me uh, start watching Ready to Love. And I like the concept, but I just think at this point, they're too busy trying to create storylines. You know? Now, we do have an update on Tamar and her man. Look, I'm sick of both of them at this point. Well, I've been sick of both of them. But Tamar, man, going, this is what he's going to post on his Instagram today. Child, this man gonna post on his Instagram today. He advertising for Tamar's tour, her love and war tour. It says, Dallas, get ready for the one and only Tamar Braxton, sending love and light. Thank you, Tamar, for being super supportive during an incredibly difficult time. You are not a negative and a horrible person. You are a blessing to the world and have always been nothing short of super supportive and uplifting. But just last, but you said something different. So then Tamar says, I can't believe I'm going on my love and world, my love and war tour so broken. People do things on purpose just to see you hurt. Misleading is abuse and a pattern I'm so stupid. After so much hurt, at some point, you have to get the strength to close the chapter. What a fool I was. And what was this hard time she helped you through? Because when them people was going through the trunk of her car and, and all down to the videotape, she said that's when you had broke up with her. So while she was going through her difficult time, that's when you left her hanging. That's when you broke up with her. So I need to know. I need to know what difficult time did she help you through, sir? Because when she needed you, you wasn't there. Now all of a sudden, she's love and light. But two weeks ago, she was negative and you needed to get back to you. You needed to walk away from her so you could regroup some things. I am confusion. Me too, C. Golden. I am confusion. I cannot with y'all. And when I say y'all, I'm talking about Tamar, y'all. I'm talking about y'all. I'm talking about Tamar, y'all. Anyway, I got now NLE Chopper mama say he missing. So let's pray. NLE Chopper is a is a rapper. We're gonna pray. And I'm not even being funny, I'm being very serious. His mama said that um she has not talked to him in hours, and that's not like him. She said that he was going um going back home or something like that, and she has not heard from him, and he is unresponsive, and so she is very, very upset. Um, so we're going to pray that he just phone just died or something very innocent and that the baby going to turn up because yeah. 
Yeah, I saw when Young Jock tried to clean up what he said, and he really didn't. Sometimes it's okay to just be silent. I wish I had been silent. You know, some... Mm. Mm. Yeah, some just I wish I had been silent. That's all I'm gonna say. Some something didn't happen to me, and I wish I had been silent. I really regret opening up my mouth and saying anything at this point. I really do. I really, really do. Anyway, and some I mm, I might have to do this in a members only. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm I we're gonna have to have a members only. I'm gonna have to talk to my people. I'm gonna have to break some. Me and my members gonna have to have a conversation because I, I I need to I need to talk about some things. I do. I need to get some. I I need a therapy session with my members. I need to get some things off my chest. Mm, mm, mm. Let me get back to this because we almost done. We ain't gonna be here long. We ain't gonna be here long, right? Sometimes the best thing to do is hush the Auntie Didi, and I wish I had hushed. I would. I do, and I want take. I want. I want. I want them people to hush. I want all of them to just hush. old negro spiritual that say hush hush somebody's calling my name i just want them to hush and i'm gonna hush but me and my members we're gonna have to talk me and my members gonna have to talk i'm gonna hush for now but baby we got some things to talk about some point this weekend child but no you know what i don't even care about that i said what i had to say about that i was done i'm done with that child that that girl Rico mad, he gonna be mad. And if he mad after the second episode, child, he gonna keep being mad. I ain't got nothing to say about that. Moving on. Moving on. Two more women done accuse Trey Songs of sexual misconduct. Listen, all I can say is I'm not saying that this man is guilty, but I'm going to say is where there's smoke. Now, these are old accusations. I believe they go back to 2015 or something to that, something crazy like that. Um, I don't think it was that long ago. Hold on, let me see if I can find it again. Because this was a couple of days ago, but I just haven't gone live. Um, let me see. Where's the Trey Songs situation? Let me see. Jada. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hallie. Fake pregnancy. Mm-mm. Let me see here. Young Jock. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, Young Jock, he should have just been quiet. He should just... Young Jock should have just been quiet. Uh, let me see here. Nope, that's not it. Mm-mm. That's not it either. Here it is right here. Trey Songz accused... Yeah, it was 2015. Of a 2015 sexual assault, women allegedly woke up to him giving them head and biting their nipples. Now, sir, ma'am, he can't do both at the same time. He was either doing one or the other. Now, I'm not saying y'all lying. I'm just saying I think this headline is not being clear in what y'all said. Y'all said y'all woke up to him giving y'all head and biting y'all nipples. He can't do both at the same time. It's not possible. Claim he kicked them out for refusing to shower with him. Little girls, this is in quotation marks, little girls get the F out of my house. Now, he is speaking through his attorney and saying that it is not true. But again, I'm not saying that the man is guilty because, of course, we are all innocent until proven guilty. Um, But with it is smoke. Thank you, Clarissa Williams, for becoming a member. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the tribe. Welcome to the tribe, Carissa. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I thank you so much for becoming a, mem- a member. For becoming a member. I, I did. I talked about Suge Knight in that damn podcast that he's going to be doing from jail. We did. We talked about it. We sure did, Miss Sharon. I don't know how he's going to do a podcast from jail. I'm still trying. I'm waiting for the warden to call me back. I had to tap, tap, tap on the screen for the warden because I need the warden to explain that to me. Cross country, thank you. Welcome to the tribe. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
that is definitely some talent, Cindy. Listen, I again, if if I listen, it, sir, if you could do those two things at the same time, absolutely welcome. Yeah, absolutely, that is some talent. That is absolutely some talent. Now I have an update to this DJ Envy uh, Caesar Pena situation. First of all, over to Pam's channel, she gave us a great breakdown on some information. She found out that Caesar Pena and his wife had filed bankruptcy on the same day that they were, um, and she said that they were not indicted. It was a criminal complaint. She said an indictment doesn't come down until you go before the, the grand jury. Now, we fully expect, I, let me not speak for we, I fully expect um, for there to be an indictment. I do expect that they're going to put this before the grand jury. I think that's why we only got that one charge yesterday. Remember, we talked about that, you guys. So he was not indicted. However, comma, it does look like he filed for, but him and his wife both filed for bankruptcy to try to get ahead of some of these complaints. Um, you know, there's a lot of law, civil lawsuits against them that don't have anything to do. That's not the legal stuff, right? It's the civil lawsuits where people basically are saying, where's my money? Where is my money? Okay. So they filed. So if you want the whole breakdown, y'all go, y'all know y'all gotta go check it out over there at Pam's. But yes, honey, Caesar and his wife did file for bankruptcy. They're saying that they were defrauded, honey. They're saying that they were taken advantage of and run them up. Okay, that's what they said. They're saying that happened to them, okay? The other thing that we want to clarify is that the FBI has clarified that they did not raid the offices of the Breakfast Club, nor did they remove any electronic equipment. They've said that and they've cleared that up. They said that that is, that is not what happened. That did not happen. Okay, so I want to just give you guys that update. But here's one last update. There's a video clip that has resurfaced. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it for y'all. Because I know what I'm looking for. Give me a quick second because I know what I'm looking for. Let me see here. Uh... Okay. All right, I found it. Now, give me a second. I'm up. The other thing before I play this, the other thing um, was Caesar posted down to the Instagram, and he is alluding to somebody snitching on him. Now, who you think he's talking about? Now, hold on. Let me let me get this video to the right part. I want y'all to hear. Hold on a second. All right, so this is DJ Envy talk in an interview. I want y'all, and I know sometimes it's not as clear on the microphone, but I, 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 I'm not pulling it up. I ain't got time to pull it up. Okay, let me try to hear this. Mm -hmm. I 
called Fabulous. Mm-hmm. I called Joe Button. Mm-hmm. Right? My desert store family. And I said, hey, guys, I'm doing real estate. This is something that I think that, you know, you should invest a little bit of money in, try it out, and that way you can do it. Joe Button told me it was a Ponzi scheme and I was going to go to jail. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Nash. Welcome to Cool and see something that I think that that's a real estate. I want you to hear one more time. When I first got into real estate, I called three people. I called Clue. Mm-hmm. I called Fabulous. Mm-hmm. I called Joe Button. Mm-hmm. Right? My desert store family. And I said, hey, guys, I'm doing real estate. This is something that I think that, you know, you should invest a little bit of money in, try it out, and that way you can do it. Joe Button told me it was a Ponzi scheme, and I was going to go to jail. What's up, everybody? It's your boy. Joe Button told me it was a Ponzi scheme, and that I was going to go to jail. Listen, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Joe Button knew this one. Now, Caesar on his Instagram today, I'm going to read y'all what he has said, child. It says, somebody said to him, don't tell me you gave them people envy on the proffer. I'm joking. I just wanted to use that Kef D lingo. But you probably told on envy, and he has a lot of kids, like 17. So this was somebody talking to Caesar Pina, right? His response was, I'm loyal to my friends. I can't say the same for them. So then somebody said, now he just going to order more DoorDash. And his response was five times Tony's rent today on DoorDash. So he's still flexing like, you know, I, like it ain't nothing. But he definitely alluded to the fact that uh, DJ Envy, you know, was flipping on him. Um, what I'm going to say is somebody was saying with the snitch me, listen, I, I, listen, I'm one of them people. I told y'all, the, I think I told y'all this yesterday, baby. I am showing up with my attorney with everything on a jump drive saying, this is what, here are my bank records. Here are text messages. What do you need to know? Where's the pad and paper? Where is the pad and the paper? Because whatever you want to know, I'm about to tell you. It's 142 people in the room. If you have not hit that like button, please do so. If you are new to the channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. We have a good time over here, and I really appreciate you guys for being here. Uh, Donations are not required, but they are accepted, okay? And I want you guys to have a good weekend. I'll probably be back in some capacity tomorrow. I do have a couple of things I kind of want to talk about. Um, so, yeah. So, I'll, y'all will probably see me at some point tomorrow, probably tomorrow evening. Um, I have some stuff to do during the day. Um, and there it is. Right. Clarissa said, I can't I can't do jail. Give me a Chick-fil-A Chick number two, and I'm singing. Okay. Breaking it all the way down. Anyway, y'all, I'm going to get out of here. I appreciate you guys for here being here earlier. I appreciate you guys for being here now. If you're catching it in a replay, mwah, thank you so much. Be like Mike Epps said, they on the first 48. Right, okay. If he took all of that money and never returned, sir, you snitched on yourself. He could think people would just hand out the money and not go to the cops about the crime. Right. And these people were investing big money, okay? All right, y'all. I will talk to y'all later. Peace.